I know how the prophets of the Old Testament feel at this very moment. Some things the Lord is saying to say to you guys are not going to be easy. And let me, can I just, I want to preface it. God, please saturate them with love. Did you hear that? Because I believe that there are some of us, and it may be all of us in this room this morning, that that we're aware, we are aware of God and his word and his nature and how good he is. We're aware of him. But if we're true and honest with ourselves, some of our daily lives and daily things don't actually reflect the fact that we are aware of his presence. And this morning, I believe that that is what the Lord is saying to us is that there is a shaking that is actually taking place in this very place in some of your very hearts and lives and minds right now. It's almost like this. God has been so gracious to us. We just sang it. He's been so good to us, hasn't he? He's been good to us. And we've operated out of his grace and out of his mercy. But I believe that we are upon a season where God is asking us to not only be aware of him and his presence, not to only know and acknowledge and say it with our voices, but we actually live out daily the fact that we know that God is real, that he is alive, that he is all powerful and he has something designed for every single person sitting in this room today. I have some words that I just want to quickly define for us as we move for the next couple of weeks on this topic. And let me say the topic is this. The topic is the word of God, the Bible. I want to say, I don't care what translation you read, as long as it is pointing to God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy Spirit. I'm not one that has just one preference. So any translation that you want to pick up and read, I enjoy and encourage you to read the Bible. Okay. So the context for where we're going just for a short time this morning and even to next week is the word of God, because it is only through like the word, the truth of the Lord that we know what life is and what our life is all about. And so Going forward today, I want to just define this first word, and it's the first word is the word I've already used. It's the word aware. Some of us are so aware of God. We're aware of his truth. We're aware of his word. But the definition is this. The word aware means having knowledge or perception of a situation or a fact. And I say, I think that long time now, many of us have been just operating on the grace and the mercy of God. But I want to say going forward, for some of us in this room, that going forward is upon us. There are next steps. There are things in our life that are requiring attention and direction. And I want to say the days that we're ahead, being aware of the Lord It's not what he's actually looking for. The word awareness to have knowledge or perception of a situation or a fact. I want to turn, have you turn into Psalm 119. 
Turn there with me. I want you to see these words. And I know that we're going to maybe break a little bit and do something a little different here in this place this morning on a couple different levels. But Psalm 119 verse 105 says this. And I don't need you just to be aware of this. I want us to take it deeper into the next level, whatever that means to you. You ask the father, hey, God, what does that mean? For me in my life, not what does it mean for the preacher, not what does it mean for this church, not what does it mean even for my family, but what does it mean for me to take this very next sentence to a place that is further and deeper than just being aware that this exists. Some of you in this room need this promise spoken over your life right now. Psalm 119, 105 says the word, your word, the Bible, your truth is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Let me just leave that right there. The next word for the next couple of weeks, what we're going to look at is this word acceptance. Take a look at the definition for that word acceptance. The definition for acceptance says that the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered Can I just tell you that you are aware of this truth today? You have the opportunity, you have the privilege to accept this truth for your life or not. I believe that there are some people in this very place that you need a lamp upon the path where your feet are walking. And I think for a long time we've known that God... We've known that his love and his grace and his mercy and his nature, we knew that he was wanting the best for us. We knew about it, but it was like some foreign, foreign, off in the distant, something that we never actually could take hold of and wake up to and actually put into practice in our daily life. What I want to say here this morning is that that is going to be something that we actually ask the Father to move on us, to give to us, because we can't do it on our own. But this promise, this truth, this power that is his word, basically, let me say it like this, God, I don't want us just to be aware of you. I want to actually take a hold of who you are And that takes me to the next word. And it's the word activation. It's the word activation and it's defined like this. It's the action or process of making something active or operative. I know how the prophets of the Old Testament felt when they had to go into a place and share a word from God that wasn't that great. You mean there were words from the Lord that weren't great? (laughs) they were always powerful words from the Lord, but the prophet I know probably wanted to, with hesitation, deliver those words. I believe not only just maybe some of us in this room, I believe there are many of us around who the awareness of God has gotten us to where we are today. And because we live in America, because we live in this wonderful land We have this everything at our fingertips. I want to say that the awareness of God has gotten us to where we are. But I believe that the awareness of God, 
I believe there are days and seasons coming where the awareness of God is not going to go and take us to where God is designing to take us. And I think there are some of you right now that that word is resonating with. You've been doing this thing. You've gone to church and you've even had your Bible open and you do daily devotions and you pray once in a while. But I'm just going to say, and again, from the Lord with love, are we just aware of him? Is being aware of God good enough for you? And if it's not, the Lord is speaking directly to you this morning. He's saying to you, listen, I have so much more than just you being aware of me. I want you to know me. Yeah, I want you to accept me. But I want to walk with you and move with you every day of your life. It's just like this. Let me see if I can put it as simple as the Lord gave it to me. I am aware that there is a YMCA in High Point over on Hartley Drive. I am aware of it. Listen, let's put it into context. Having knowledge or perception of a situation or a fact. On Hartley Drive, there is a YMCA. I am aware of that. I'll take it a next step, even a step further. I accept the fact that there is a YMCA on Hartley. You know why? Because I pay them monthly to belong to that YMCA that I am aware of. I've accepted what they do and they do a phenomenal job, right? I'm aware of it. My bank account shows that I've accepted it. But here's the deal. Holy Spirit, take a hold of this next sentence. I can count on these two hands how many times I have actually activated my awareness and acceptance of that YMCA on Hartley Drive. Hey guys, if you're a follower of Jesus in this place, we cannot live out our Christian life that same way. If you're a follower of Jesus in this room, it is not only God saying, I want you to be aware of me, no. Does he want us to accept him and his son Jesus as our savior? Yes. But if our awareness and our acceptance, and if that's where it stops, can I just say this? As we move forward in this thing called life in the days ahead, that awareness and acceptance of him alone is not going to move us to where God designed for us to be. There are people's lives whose eternity, their soul rests on the fact that a bunch of Jesus people take it beyond awareness and acceptance and we activate it. What would that look like in my life with the YMCA? I would actually go lift the weights and run on the track and actually break a sweat there once in a while. That doesn't happen. I cannot. We should not be okay with just being aware that God is good. We should not be content as Jesus followers of just sitting back and saying, yeah, I know you're, I'm aware of you and I've even accepted your son, Jesus. I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. I'm good with that. My friends, the day is upon us where it must be active in our life. The word of God, the Bible, 
it says that it is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Now, here's the thing. I want you to be as transparent and open with the Lord as you possibly can be right now. In your life, there are things that need to be exposed to the light and to the path of God Almighty. I would just ask you right now, and again, I'm not going to have you respond by raising a hand or standing up, but inside of your mind, the quietness of your mind with you and the Lord. Hey God, going where you want me to go, to be the dad, to be the mom, to be the student, to be the human being that you have designed for me to be. God, I need you to be more real to me than ever before. I've always been aware of you. I've even accepted your son, Jesus. But God, I am at a place in my life right now where I have to put my awareness and acceptance of you actually out there for the test. And God, I need you to light the light. And I need you to show it because I need to see where you want my feet to go next. I believe there are some people here that are at a crossroad. And I truly believe that your heart's desire is to move with the Lord. And so I want to pray for you right now. That awareness and just acceptance, merely those two things alone, are not going to be what drives us for the rest of our life. Holy Spirit of God, I pray that you would ignite a passion I almost want to call it, God, a desperation for you, your word, and your presence. No more of this just going through the motion, satisfied with, oh, there is a God and there is an eternity. But I'm talking, God, wrestle with us until we know that we get to walk actively with you every day. And God, that your word, your truth, your life, would be something that we desire. Holy Spirit, preachers and churches and sermons cannot make that come alive for people. God, only you through your Holy Spirit would you just rain down on this little church that we would be people who digest your word and your promises come to fruition. Your promises actually come to life through our life. And God, we just surrender it right now, everything. God, we want to just say we are sorry and we repent of the fact that we are happy with just acknowledging you. But may our life and may our actions, may our words, may they show this community that you are who you say you are. And so Holy Spirit, you're the only one that can do that. May there be an increase in this place, God. May your word light our path. May we walk in perfect relationship and stride with you. And so right now, God, search our hearts. If there is anything that is hindering us, if there is any sin that is entangling us right now, in Jesus' name, we confess those things. We cut them off in Jesus' name. And we say, God, you lead us.
Your truth, your word saturate us. I believe I'm just seeing right now there are some people who think that you're too dirty, you're too sinful, and you're too far gone. God is saying to you right now, no, you're not. My promise to you is that even though your sins were like scarlet, I, through Jesus Christ, has made you white as snow. Some of you in this place today need to know that you're white as snow. Hey, God, would you take them to that passage in Isaiah that tells them that they're as white as snow? Yeah, your sins are like scarlet, but Jesus has crushed them. His blood was poured out for you and you've been made whole and you've been made clean. There is no one in this place that the blood of Jesus has not made pure. And so God, just do what you want. Oh, Lord, we don't want to just continue to make you small. God, you're bigger than our words could even come close to imagine. Holy Spirit, I'm just going to ask you again, run all over this place. May we find where our Bibles are put. God, may we dust them all physically and spiritually. And God, may we digest your truth to become alive and active in us. Holy Spirit, we almost beg you to make that a reality in this place in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Oh, woo. I feel like shouting. Come on. Um, here's the deal as a church body, this is not going to be something big time where you check it off. You put it on our app, you check it off as a church body. We're going to over the next several weeks or several months, however long it takes you together, together, together of a few hundred people, Together, we're going to break open the Bible. And together, we're going to start to read the book of John. We're going to start to read the book of Acts. And we're going to start to read the book of Romans. And we're going to see how powerful and alive the Word of God is. If you don't have a Bible that you like, we have a bookstore over there with Bibles in it. We will give you one today. If you have trillions of dollars, then you can pay for it. But if it is something that a financial means is keeping you from the word of God, guess what? We have generous people all over this church who give and we will give you a Bible today. Deal? The book of John, the book of Acts, and the book of Romans, we're going to read it together. Amen? Amen.